Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One week ago, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the precedent set by Roe v. Wade. What's next for abortion here in Michigan? Is it fair to say that you support that petition drive to put this question before the voters in November? I do. I have signed it as well. Surprise, surprise. There is no easy answer. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Everybody knew it was coming. The days of nationwide legal abortion was coming to an end. In May, a draft decision leaked out of the Supreme Court saying as much. We've done a couple episodes about the leak and the overturning. You can go back and check them out in our feed. But what happens now? The day of the leak, I spoke to WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton, and he walked me through what would happen if Roe was overturned, and now it has been. Here's what he said. There's a law in Michigan from 1931 that essentially makes abortion illegal. No question about it. However, there's a case that went to the Michigan Supreme Court that said essentially because of Roe versus Wade, the 1931 law in Michigan making abortion illegal is void. However, that Supreme Court in Michigan did not overturn the law in 1931. So here's the problem. If Roe versus Wade gets overturned or modified, as many expect this Supreme Court to do, the law in Michigan that makes abortion illegal will kick back in. The governor doesn't like that. She's pro-choice. And so what she did, strategically, I have to say, she used a little quirk in the law where the governor has the authority to ask the Michigan Supreme Court to give an opinion. And she just filed it. And she filed it against every county prosecutor that has an abortion clinic in it. And so she basically sued the prosecutors, hoping that the judge will certify the question to the Michigan Supreme Court so the Michigan Supreme Court can say, hey, undo that 1931 law. It's no good. Basically, what Charlie said there was, now that Roe has been overturned, things are super complicated here in Michigan. Speaking live on WWJ with Tony Ortiz on the day Roe was overturned, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer raised her concerns about Michigan's 1931 abortion law. This ruling doesn't immediately change anything here in Michigan. However, it is a precarious moment because should our injunction on the 1931 law get taken away, we would revert to a law that is 91 years old that would make it a felony in Michigan and have no exceptions for rape and incest. And that's why I think this is such a sobering, scary moment for so many. These are rights that I've had my whole life that now my daughters won't have, that women won't have the same rights to make their own bodily decisions and their own reproductive health decisions because the Supreme Court's just taken that guarantee away. But remember what Charlie said, that 1931 law kicks in because there was no ruling from the Supreme Court. You filed a motion today urging the state Supreme Court to immediately consider your lawsuit, which asks the court to decide if Michigan's state constitution protects the right to abortion. What are you expecting from that at this point? Well, I'm hoping the court moves fast. I filed this lawsuit a couple of months ago. I filed it because I know the most important economic decision a woman makes in her lifetime is 
when and whether to have a child. I know that 70% of the people in the state support a woman being able to make her own health care decisions, and yet also know that this is a really scary moment. And so I filed this lawsuit. It was important to file. It is now time for the Supreme Court to expedite their ruling, because with the advent of the appeal that's happening with regard to the injunction of the 1931 law, time is of the essence. Women's lives are going to weigh in the balance here. Governor Gretchen Whitmer, she's not the only one filing lawsuits. Planned Parenthood of Michigan sued Attorney General Dana Nessel. We'll hear about that one in a second. But Right to Life Michigan has also filed a lawsuit asking to have the 1931 abortion ban kick in immediately. Here's Anna Visser. She's the communications director for Right to Life Michigan. She was speaking live on WWJ Middays with Brooke Allen. We are working day in and day out to make sure that our 1931 abortion law can go back into place and be enforced as quickly as possible. Do you have any idea of what that time frame may be? We are working with lawyers, with Alliance Defending Freedom, and so it's just a matter of filing papers in the court and a matter of the Court of Appeals of what they will do with the case. There is no subject that does not get passed through a political lens. That's true in today's world, without doubt. But even before our hyper-partisan lives began, abortion was long a hot-button issue. Should it be politicized? But in an even-numbered year, elections are looming. This is a chance for both sides to rally their bases. And make no mistake about it, this is local politics and nothing else. Remember, the explanation behind the Roe decision was that it was giving back the states the right to decide if abortion should be legal or not. One of the big political issues for the Republicans would be pro-life. On the Democratic side, it's pro-choice. Here's the governor taking a very, she's, she's got a, a tougher re-election coming up. And so she is basically talking to her constituency, pro-life, and she's putting teeth into it by undoing this law that she doesn't like that happened back in 1931. Yes. If the question is, is this politics? The answer could very well be yes. But look, politics or not, our lawmakers were elected to do one job, represent the interests of the people. And if you ask Right to Life Michigan's legislative director, Genevieve Marnin, both the governor and the attorney general are abdicating their responsibility to the people. If she, the governor, is successful in getting the Supreme Court to overrule our own precedents here in Michigan, which that's exactly what she's asking them to do. As far as the Planned Parenthood case is concerned, you know, they filed it against Dana Nessel, the attorney general. She's vowed not to defend the state law. I mean, that's literally her job. She took an oath of office to defend state law, and now she's publicly saying she won't defend the state law. Is Genevieve right? Are both Gretchen Whitmer and Dana Nessel picking and choosing what laws they will follow and what laws they won't? Well, actually, yes, they are. Which, Charlie Langton says, even if it is a bit odd, they do have, to a certain extent, the right to do so. Yeah, I think that's a little unusual. I mean, she took an oath to uphold the laws, and now she's saying that if there's a law she doesn't like, she's not going to enforce it. Listen, the attorney general, as well as prosecutors, as well as police officers, have discretion. Just because, Zach, you're pulled over for speeding doesn't mean you get a ticket. There's discretion. Now, that's maybe a bad example when we're talking about abortion, but the principle is the same. Just because there's a doctor that wants to do an abortion does not necessarily mean that the cops are going to come in and bust into that and arrest the doctor, arrest the mother, that type of thing. 
So that's the discretion. And the attorney general says, I am not going to order my cops. I'm not going to order my prosecutors to basically prosecute doctors and prosecute moms for getting an abortion. She's got the discretion to do that. All of this back and forth, it's already causing headaches. Beaumont Spectrum Health, it's Michigan's largest health system. They initially said that after the Roe v. Wade decision was overturned, they would follow Michigan's 1931 anti-abortion law. You talk about people say, well, this won't go away. And I know that they eventually reversed course, but we saw one of Michigan's biggest health providers say, look, the way this law, it works now, we are concerned that we may infringe upon or violate some kind of law. So we're not going to do anything like this anymore. And what you were saying that that won't go away, it'll all go away. Exactly. And Beaumont, you know, that is where I had my procedure. So that hit really close to home for me um, was that, you know, this this happened, my procedure a few months ago, if it had happened this week. Uh, I don't know that my OB would have been able to schedule that procedure at the hospital. And that is the real ramification that people are facing right now. Thankfully, Beaumont Spectrum has reversed course, but it is creating a situation where people who need emergency medical care may not be able to get it very quickly. That is the voice of Michigan State Senator Mallory McMorrow. She's a Democrat from Metro Detroit. The procedure that she referenced was the removal of an IUD after it punctured her uterus, so not an abortion. We've heard from conservatives, we've heard from liberals, but have we heard enough? From politicians, yes. But what about the people? And yes, we know, the people, they elect the leaders. But if the question of abortion rights is truly going back to the states, should each Michigander have a say in the matter? Governor, is it fair to say that you support that petition drive to put this question on changing the state's constitution and protecting abortion and reproductive freedom before the voters in November? I do. I have signed it as well. At the start of the podcast, we wondered what is next for abortion here in Michigan. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast, and I'm still not sure what is next for abortion here in Michigan. And something tells me I am not alone. Thank you so much to Anna Visser, Gretchen Whitmer, Charlie Langton, Genevieve Marnin, and Mallory McMorrow for their time today. The Daily J would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the most up-to-date local news 24-7, including the latest on abortion here in Michigan. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns? We want to hear them. Send us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.